Like every great anime show, this podcast has to follow along with the exact same formula. Today, we're bringing you our first ever personal beach episode. Going to reminisce on our recent little first family vacation with Faye, talk a little bit about finally watching a movie that we've been talking about for a while, and just kind of vibing on it. So stick around if that sounds somewhat interesting to you. To the I Married a Wee podcast, it's your favorite anime podcast that finally got out of this state for the first time in four years, and boy howdy did it feel good. Um, hey, hi, are you new here? I don't know how this is your first episode, but uh, we appreciate you being here nevertheless. Hi, my name's Tom, been watching anime for a while, and then I met a girl in college. She asked what the heck anime was all about, and little did she know what she was in for. Now we've got a podcast talking about it, and we're just big fans of it. Hey, what's your name over there? Hi, I'm Danielle. Danielle, that's right. Of course. It couldn't be anyone else. Hey, uh, but this being your first episode, potentially, if you haven't checked us out on Instagram, you should check us out on there. I Married We Pod on Instagram, to be exact. And uh, we will have about eh, generally two posts a week to reflect the two episodes a week. That's Mondays and Thursdays. If you like what you're listening to also, don't be afraid to go ahead and rate us on whatever it is that you're listening to. And can you do us a favor? Can you follow us as well on that? Uh, makes it a little bit easier for the folks to search and find our podcast over the slew of anime podcasts. Um, we very much appreciate it. Thanks so much. We've also got a Discord that you can find through that Instagram and or the description of this here episode where we just kind of share our thoughts on anime, manga, show off the merch that we buy, we just talk like friends on the internet. It's what we do, and we would be happy to have you, so just do that as well. Oh, boy, is that the shilling? And, oh, wait, wait, are you not new here? My gosh, welcome back. And it's probably the people that are not new here that are actually tuning into our Thursday episode, so thanks so much for the continued support, and hopefully we got a decent one for you today. Ecstatic. I feel like I've been rejuvenated, and uh, it's nice. How are you feeling after that little stint? I'm feeling good. It yeah. was nice to get away from the house and the day-to-day -day -day monotony. Dedicated wham. Dedicated wham. For a week, um, yeah. <laughs> um, was definitely sad to come back, but it's okay. all good things must end. Ain't that the truth? Uh, yeah, you didn't want to come back. I was fine, too. I've got <laughs> like a certain limit, and with beach vacations, it's a little bit shorter. And I was just like, you know what? I think it's time. I, I missed the house, if I'm honest. The only thing I really missed was our bed. Oh, thank you. The heavens, bed in the yeah. condo was terrible. But it was a king size, and it showed <laughs> us that we eventually need to upgrade. Yeah, the queen, queen size bed is not, not for us. Absolutely. It, it just cements that as much as you're like, you know what? Getting married, sleeping in the same. Oh, this is so nice and cozy. No, you end up wanting to be apart in bed. So the king <laughs> is the best way to get the hell away from one another in the bed. Yeah. I mean... When we first bought our townhome after we were married. And we were it, sleeping on a twin together. Yeah. No, it was a queen. I'm kidding. Oh, okay. Or could you even imagine a that twin. spectacle? <laughs> well, I was going to say I wanted a king size bed to future proof, but our our master bedroom in our townhome would not have been a king size no, bed. No, it hardly fit the queen. Yeah. Which so, is fine. That's all right. That's all right. Complaints of a first world couple. Am I right? Yeah. 
Yeah. So yeah, went on down to Florida. It's a town called Destin. White sand, blue slash green slash teal water. Emerald Coast. The Emerald Coast. And my gosh, I think you guys would certainly enjoy it. So head on down there next time you can. It's good stuff in the water. The Gulf side water is insane. You walk into it and you're like, oh, it's going to be a little cold. No, it was like 85 degrees at the minimum. Yeah. Jeez. It was, it was really nice. I've never been in the Gulf and it was everything that everyone says that it would be was and more and more and how (laughs) we can talk a little bit more about that after a little bit of anime news. This is an anime podcast after all, we might as well talk about it for a teeny bit, right? Uh, Overtake Motorsports, the anime, the second promo video unveiled the opening song as well as an October 1st debut. It's going to be a Formula One anime. Oh. Or a Formula, I don't know if it's Formula One. Hold on. It could be something else. I don't know. It's the Formula One style. Formula Four. There we are. I scrolled. I found it. A Formula Four uh, freelance photographer finds himself in a slump due to a certain reason. He goes to Fuji International Speedway to work on a story and he meets his high school F4 racer, Haruka Anahina. He suddenly finds his heart racing. It's not the cars. It's his heart, baby. (laughs) After not feeling much for a long time with that, he starts supporting um, Haruka and the Komaki Motorsports youth team to help Haruka uh, achieve his dreams. Hmm. That's going to be fun. We like racing. And we like anime racing, so we'll see how it goes. I haven't actually watched any of the videos for it, so I'm not sure how the animation is, but... Yeah, hopefully. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed. We're always crossing them for that. High Dive streams English dub for the Penguin Drum compilation films on September 2nd. What does that mean? I don't know. (laughs) But that's what they're doing. I'm just trying to keep you guys in the loop. That one I don't know, but I do know the next one. Danielle? Hmm. This is for you. Oh, okay. This is for us. Yeah, you told me not to look up any anime news. I told you not to. It's nothing crazy. It's not super, super exciting, but it's kind of fun. So Crunchyroll is going to be streaming the Sword Art Online Full Dive 10th Anniversary event. Oh. Yeah, that was November 6th, 2022 in Japan, in Tokyo. Well, I guess they're as of, it will have passed already, but Tuesday of this week in North America, Central America, South America, Europe, Africa, Oceania. Uh, Middle East, Commonwealth of Independent States, and India. Holy mother of mercy. So a lot of places you're going to be able to uh, stream that 10th anniversary event for Sword Art Online. If you guys are part of the four fans like us, <laughs> you guys should definitely tune into that. It might be pretty decent. Nice. Or lame, because that's kind of how, remember, we were so stoked on the Harry Potter uh, anniversary event. Oh, yeah. Like, this is going to be awesome. And it was like, it was just the special features from the DVD that I've watched countless amounts of time because I was obsessed at the time. So it's like, you didn't do anything for me. Yeah. But if it didn't I, really give us any new info. If I didn't watch the, uh, the special features, it would have been a slapper. Mm-hmm. So that's who, that's who that was for, I guess. Yeah. Anyways. And you have the Harry Potter art book. You have everything. So we're we're basically masterminds. I'm of a Harry bit Potter. of a pothead. Okay. <laughs> I'm kind of into Harry Potter. A Potterhead. Oh, yes. A Potterhead. <laughs> Whoops. Whoopsies. Um, yeah, no. So that's, that's kind of all I got news wise. All right. Kinda, I mean, we're technically recording, what, two days after we recorded the last word? We came back swinging. Yeah. We also get to talk about, oh, I guess we can clue you in from that mysterious intro. The movie we finally watched was Super Mario Bros. We watched it on our flight, which, by the way, 
are one and a half year old ish. I mean, I'm just rounding. She's going to be two in October. It doesn't matter. It doesn't matter. Uh, she was great on the flight. We were absolutely ecstatic for it. Going there, she loved takeoff, fell asleep, missed the landing, but that's okay. She slept. It was awesome. Coming home, sleeps before we're, as we're taxiing, sleeps all the way until we are landing. It was, I dare say, the perfect flight with someone under two years old. Yeah. So we used that time to watch a Mario movie <laughs> over her sleeping body. We had her <laughs> laid across our laps and we watched uh, the, the child's movie over the child. <laughs> um, and, you know, I feel like I definitely always have a downer kind of vibe when I'm talking about my thoughts on stuff. But um, it was it was good. I, I very much liked the Mario movie, but. I was I was hoping for a little bit more. I think when everyone was kind of going, it was incredible. And I very much didn't enjoy the Mario movie. No, a lot of references went over your head, though. Um, but the references I did get just were funny. No, I thought they were funny and nice that they were able to like squeak them in. But uh, I felt like the pacing of the dialogue was not good. Like it definitely felt like the voiceover or what the characters were saying were very baseline. There wasn't really anything crazy to it. Where it's a kid's maybe, movie, huh? It's a yeah. kid's movie, darling. But how many kids are playing Super Mario Brothers? All of them. Yeah, you think so? You these think kids the younger... Their, these kids have an iPad in their hand at the age of two, and they've got a Nintendo Switch at the age of four. They know Mario. I feel like the extent of Mario knowledge that the younger generations know is probably Mario Kart. And there were a lot of other references in there that were more adult. So that's I okay. think, well, that's for the parents who are watching it with their kids. Yeah. Multifaceted. Mm. But I agree. I think that. I don't think the 95% audience score on Rotten Tomatoes is a proper gauge. 95 is a buzz. 95 is a little, little that's a hot. A yeah. little hot. Um, nevertheless, still good. Enjoyed it. Didn't watch the after credit scene. Anyone who uh, had seen that, let me go ahead and spoil it. Because um, it's not that major. You basically just, I guess, see an, a Yoshi egg. Then it cracks and then you hear Yoshi. Mm-hmm. Can you believe they're going to have Yoshi? <laughs> uh, but no, I mean, it was, yeah, fun, good stuff, good people. Yeah. Yeah, she finally watched that. So that meme is, can die now. <laughs> <laughs> but, and we did watch, um, we didn't watch any, any anime while we were on vacation. No. Except... Faye wanted to watch a Pikachu movie. Yes. So we watched a Pokemon movie that was on Netflix. There were a lot of shows and maybe only one or two movies. And the one we watched was... Secrets of the Jungle. There you go. 2020's film. It was all right. Yeah, it was all right. It had Coco in it. Yeah, we had to skip through a lot of it because it was a long movie. Yeah, well, we just... Movies are great with Faye because it's like, oh, shit, she's got to be in bed in 20 minutes. Fast forward, fast forward. She's none the wiser. Yeah, right. But she retained it. She was talking. She's been retaining information for movies. It's been great. Oh, wait a second. Wait a, wait a hot minute. What? We didn't watch it in Japanese, and I think we made a mistake. Oh, no. Why? Yeah, apparently in, under the cast, just from a quick Google on Pokemon, I put in Pokemon, uh, <laughs> Pokemon Forest movie. Mm-hmm. Which brought me to Pokemon the movie Secrets of the Jungle. Google's impressive. Part of the cast is Kenjiro Tsuda, our grizzly voiced beauty. Oh. 
And apparently uh, he was someone in this. I wonder if he was the, the daddy I wonder Pokemon. if he was Pikachu. <laughs> Could you imagine that? Pikachu. <laughs> he's, just, he's just fucking... So yeah, that was 2020. I wonder if I can quickly... Uh, whatever, it doesn't fully matter. Oh, he's in my happy marriage. Okay, so we oh, can expect maybe, that. Maybe we... <laughs> All right, baby. I was going to say we've only gotten to... Uh, episode three in my happy marriage waiting for it to finish so we can it was in a romantic romantic killer too i can't remember that i don't whatever the great thing about a shitty uh i don't my retention has gone down significantly so please i just ask for forgiveness uh with this podcast in general in uh what was the show you said my uh not my happy marriage what's the last anime that you said Okay, so you're also with me here yeah. on the retention yeah. uh, romantic killer. <laughs> romantic killer. I think he's the bodyguard of the the bodyguard of that um uppity guy. Oh, okay. I'm pretty sure okay. if I'm remembering correctly. Well, there was a live action Future Diary, I guess, and he was a voice in that. They only have him as a voice in the cast for that. Oh. I'm wondering wondering how that went. Interesting. Or is this a dating show? Hold on a second. What is it? A man and a woman come across a mysterious diary that foretells them falling in love, though they are complete strangers to each other. So the Future Diary live action on Netflix TV series. uh, It's not like the Future Diary we're watching, I don't think. Oh, a little different. And he must be the narrator. Maybe that's what's going on. Hmm. Or maybe not. Who cares? You know what I'm saying? I don't even see him in the cast list for My Happy Marriage. No? Mm-mm. Oh, IMDb is throwing it out here. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it says he was... Although, you know what? They don't always list every character. He might be a really... He's Norio Kamamura. Hmm. So, whatever that means. All right. Yeah, it's all right. Anyways, we'll stop boring you of the, the absolute fandom that is this one man's voice. <laughs> uh, but it looks like in Pokemon Forest... Oh, I just saw it, too. And then it disappeared. Well, okay. Anyways, <laughs> I cared for a second. Uh, but yeah, no, aside from that, it was nice. We got to find out just how quickly a weeb can burn on the beach. Oh, yeah. Didn't take long. We had that 50 SPF and it was just struggling, struggling hard. Yeah. Um, my bad. You handled it a lot better. You had a little bit more of a base tan than I. Yes, being as I don't work and I can be in the sun, you know, <laughs> that helps. working up the base. It can certainly help. I did help. pretty good, except for like the, the virgin bear spots on my back. Yeah. Um, and then I got an odd burn and I, you know, must not have applied the sunscreen high enough, but like on the sides of where my swimsuit bottoms were right at my hips, just a little sliver got burnt. And that was a mother. Yeah, that got, that got bad quick. Yeah. Not, I think that burned day one. So, <laughs> oh no, yeah, but uh, no, we we then paced ourselves from there. I didn't get too scorched, and I dare say I have a pretty decent tan coming in. So it doesn't happen often. I normally burn, flake, and then I'm paced again. So yeah, well, and then on Saturday you decided. <laughs> I decided right when we got home that I should go be out in the hot sun trying to dig up bushes on the side of the house. Uh, for about two hours. Yeah. And, uh, I didn't, it. yeah, didn't notice it until right before bed and your back was like a lobster. 
not good. You got to do what you got to do. And I'll tell you, there's nothing more um, disheartening than taking up bushes because it's like, it's just a bush. Let's just take this thing out of the ground. It's, It's chump change. No, no, I've been on... The two of them came up relatively easy because I knew what I was doing. I did start one for you. So I did half the work. Well, <laughs> half, I'm not sure on that. But this third one, the roots, man, they're. Well, it's like a, it's a lilac tree. So I think the, the roots are going to be a little bit more dense. Well, it's caught me lilacking out there because I had to sit down several times. I was winded. <laughs> but nevertheless, working on that, it's been good. But Florida itself. We got to, we went on a boat, got to jam out on a boat uh, and, and see some dolphins. That was pretty badass. Yeah, I've never seen a dolphin. Well, I guess at the Shedd Aquarium, I've seen a dolphin, but does that really count because they're in I captivity? Mean, yeah, it counts, but not like this. This mm. was wild. So I'm jumping out of the water. They were following our boat in the wake, doing some jumps. It was pretty badass. Yeah. Um, It's just a great family trip in general. We had... A uh, big fan of the podcast, actually rated ours number one anime podcast on the planet. My mom uh, was with us for this vacation, and that was also pretty great. It's good to have a mom that you like enough to go on vacation with, you know. Mm-hmm. And so, uh, good time there. And then all four of us got to basically sit on the ocean floor for a second. <laughs> so the way and get our sinuses cleared. Yeah, it was, it was kind of a forced neti pot. <laughs> And so we're just standing on the waves. Mostly it was like the waves were pretty tolerable. They'd get you and you'd be like, oh, that was a decent one, whatever. There was this one rogue wave a couple days in and I'm holding Faye. Got my mom, got Danielle right next to me. Out of nowhere. We just hear, "Uh uh-oh, I jump trying to avoid this thing. I don't even know what's going on with you and mom at that point because I'm like, I got to jump and survive. I (laughs) I need Faye to not go underwater. Well, wouldn't you know? She went underwater because this thing took my feet and put them above my head. (laughs) Uh, We went under. Everyone went under. I got her up as quick as possible. She took it like a champ. She didn't even cry. She was just more like, what the hell just happened? If she could (laughs) say that, she would have. And so uh, stood up and we just kind of laughed it off. We're like, holy crap. I wonder how that looked from the beach. Uh, But then (laughs) something happened. I looked over at Danielle as we're smiling, laughing. And I don't think you even noticed because no. who would, right? Uh, suddenly something clicked in my head. I was like, why, uh, why is it so bright right now? <laughs> I was wearing sunglasses, my prescription sunglasses, which I don't know if you guys have bad eyes like me. Uh, it's expensive. It's real expensive to get not only a pair of glasses, but some sunglasses. So I'm wearing these prescription sunglasses. Well, wouldn't you know that they were now uh, Poseidon's glasses? He took them from <laughs> me, uh, yoinked them right off my face. The hat was still on my head. That's, that was kind of perplexing. Yeah, that's surprising. Uh, but nevertheless, those were gone. I instantly, like getting pulled over, just accepted fate. I'm like, well, that's the way the world works. I was like, they're gone, but whatever. You know, I'm trying to be optimistic. We're on vacation. I'm not trying to have any drama. Danielle, however, not having it. She goes, nope, those were expensive. And I see her treading water, trying to get back to the beach for about four minutes. We're not even that far out, but that, uh, that uh, what's that called? Undertow? Mm-hmm. My God. Took forever. I got. Oh, yeah. We had got a good workout in that water for sure. Uh, yeah, we started to wake up sore with how much we were fighting some of those. Yeah, legs. absolutely. And uh, well, that and also doing a backflip gainer in the <laughs> doing a damn gainer in the ocean. Uh, Danielle went to the beach. Luckily, we had just gotten some goggles. She came out and just did light work for five minutes. Not even probably. 
just saw her treading water, looking under, looking under. And then I saw the frantic kicking of a wife with a mission. <laughs> and she came up with the glasses. So I was victorious. Victorious. It was great. We and were, they weren't even scratched. I mean, yeah, I wouldn't expect them to be too scratched. Well, you know, they were on the bottom. So the sand, you know, is pretty abrasive. Mm-hmm. Hmm. Yeah. Maybe. But hey, we, we're winning. <laughs> uh, Ocean Zero. Us one. <laughs> and now, then I got some good shells. Got some good shells. Yeah, you were you were all about just yeah getting underwater. Well, we got the goggles that have the nose uh, cover on it. Yeah. So like the full scuba face, goggles. Basically, yeah. Um, so the best shells are usually like right where the water meets the shore. And in Destin, at least where our beach was, there was a pretty dramatic not too much, but there was like an incline yeah. to the water. So it wasn't like a nice casual wash up to the shore. It was kind of dip and you were already in like a foot of water. Mm-hmm. Um, so I would put the goggles on and I would <laughs> kind of just like a buoy just float there and just yeah. watch the waves go in and out and see what is kind of stirring up. So I got some cool, uh, what are those spinny ones? The twirly shells? You oh, would like call the sp- them? I just call them... Sp- spirals right didn't i just call them spur did i oh helix helix yeah yeah um so i got two of those one of them both pretty colors and like decently big like the size of your thumb yeah uh i found a black shell never have i seen a black shell that was pretty cool that's the bp special (laughs) it's been soaking in oil for a bit (laughs) um i did find on the first or the second day a dismembered crab arm Oh. Uh, unfortunately, Faye broke that one. Fully intact. You could move it. You'd see the ligament or well, not a ligament, but whatever the movement pulley system is in that claw that was still intact. And I'm like, yeah, Faye, she's not going to break it. Well, sure. Enough. Yeah. I was like, are, are, do we want her playing with this? Cause it's going to break. And then it broke. So I'm like, I ah, will just throw it out. I um, yeah. was hoping to find a replacement, but I only found broken ones. Gotta love Faye. Gotta um, love Faye for it. Can I do a quick inf- infojection? Oh yeah. Yeah. I don't know the validity of this, but I just did a quick Google for you. Mm. But some shells, like these jingle shells, are all black. They may have begun as some pretty orange or white color, but they've turned black due to the sediment where they were buried. Buried. Uh, (laughs) Buried. Uh, It has to do with the sulfur content in the sand or something. Or something. Yeah, I I do love, (laughs) that is a beautiful thing to add to the end of a sentence where you're trying to sound smart. (laughs) Or something like that. Just throw that at the end and it's like, you can't be wrong now. Oh, interesting. Yeah, it's kind of interesting, I guess. So it's just or something. Yeah, so it's probably just black because of the way that it is. Just because of the way that it is. Yeah, it's like an Aspen. Um, So yeah, Tom and and, uh, my mother-in-law would always laugh that when I was floating in the water, they'd just see my butt. (laughs) Like a buoy. I could see it from the freaking beach. I'm like, well... (laughs) <laughs> thank heavens thank heavens i'll always know where you're at yeah but uh yeah no, so overall it was good to also just be forced to relax i know i i don't well i hope i complain a lot on the podcast i should say but i don't know like i'm constantly always even if i'm not actively working on what i should be working on i'm always freaking thinking about let's just go down the list that we always say the game I'm working on, the podcast, my full-time job, also trying to like get a store going for the podcast, which is, it's podcast up, but separate. Um, 
and just a whole slew of things like trying to, I got to finish the basement. I also got to find a car. And then I also got to, by going to Florida and yeah, I still had my phone and I could have been on it. I just chose to, when I could, I'd play my little idle game here and there. But aside from that, I was just chilling. And it was nice. It was good. Yeah. I could feel that. Yeah. Because even though I'm not traditionally working, you know, I'm still. No, you're out here. No doubt about that. Oh, yeah. Laundry and dishes and making the third meal of the day, cleaning up the kitchen for the fourth time. <laughs> I know. You know. <laughs> that's the one thing that sucks about having the young in is like cook a meal. Sure. But it's the cleanup. That's the bad portion. Oh, that yeah. Because then four. Four. Poor Faye wants to play. Mama, play. And I'm like, can I just clean up, please? <laughs> Since the last time we spoke, by the way, we totally missed y'all on this trip. It was weird coming back and recording, but uh, nevertheless, when we came back, we got to tell you, Faye is just on fire with talking. Oh, yeah. Full on statements. She's out here just requesting. She's the best. We like her. We're biased. I don't give a shit. Uh, but she's just saying like, here you go, daddy. Mm. And handing me stuff, even though I don't want it. And I go, what's <laughs> wrong with you? Get the hell away from me. <laughs> you know, like a 70s dad or something. Like, no, I'm just kidding. But no, she'll like, just give me my pop. Here you go, daddy. And then I'll be like, oh, hey, please don't do that. And then she'll just look at me and go, sorry, daddy. I'm like, we just don't want you to spill. I'm like, I just don't want you to spill. You don't got to say sorry. You're breaking my heart. And yeah. Nothing's happening. Yeah. Yeah. She loves Zelda. Love Zelda finally beat Tears of the Kingdom. Not going to give you any spoilers there, but adequate ending. Obviously, I always want more like the, uh, you know, the, uh, the entertainment leech that we've all become in this day and age. I, <laughs> I want more and more, but I think it was definitely sufficient. I was very happy with the ending. And it, well, it wasn't the most exciting way of bringing a certain character back. It was at least a character coming back which is all that we wanted so mm -hmm. it yeah. was good yeah what did you think of the watching experience for zelda tears of the kingdom it was it was good yeah right yeah yeah um i i don't know i i like i like the world and all the different things you can do in zelda kind of similar to similarly to near automata yeah you kind of have you can do what you want unfortunately just open. too open sometimes though because mm -hmm. it's like for a watching experience, I would basically just ping you in. I'm like, hey, cutscene. Then I'd get, then I'd play for another 14 hours <laughs> over the course of a, you know, a half a month. Uh, just ping you in. We'd watch it for three minutes and be like, okay, well, back to me just doing nothing, running around. Yeah. So that's the hard part, especially like turning on those lanterns in the underground part. That's kind oh, of boring. Oh my gosh. Well, and I had beat the game and then I went back down there to try and unveil it all. And then I am at a point in my gaming career, I think I've mentioned it, where it's just I sat there and I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? <laughs> what am I doing? I beat the game. I got the story. Who cares if I've lit up the entire body? It's that completionist. It's hard. It's a hard one to break. It's an addiction for sure. Yeah. Um, you know, people go, that's just the type of gamer I am. It's like, no, you're an addict. <laughs> you're an addict and <laughs> you we, can't stop. You got to admit it before you can get better. Yeah. Uh, first step to recovery. First step to recovery. You got to really just hone it in. <laughs> yeah, that was the thing with League of Legends. I'm like, I don't know. Just casually play it. No, I was obsessed. You got to cut yeah. it. Sometimes you just got to cut it off. Yeah. Dearly beloved. Talk about an old man, an old man statement there, but oof. Well, speaking of old people. Oh, yeah? We were feeling old on Sunday. Went to go see our favorite band, 
The Arctic Monkeys were in town, and I've got to tell you, we've seen them. You and I've me, seen them three times. Yeah, with as you. a married couple, or no, we went when we were dating. So together as a couple, seen them three times. Previous to that, I'd seen them at least three times. They're my favorite band. I don't go to concerts often, so they are basically eighty percent of my concert going experience, and that's fine. I'm, I understand I can experience more, but I don't want to. Yeah, they change it up enough that I'm like, you know what? We love it. Mm-hmm. Uh, so went to United Center, kind of parked early, and we're just walking on the sidewalk, and you got just <laughs> these young kids dressed to the nines. They've got their fishnets, their short skirts, and I'm like, what is going on? I'm like, oh shit, that's for the concert. Kids, oh yeah, kids dress up to go to the concert now. Mm-hmm. Even in my young stages, going to a concert, what dressing up was was uh, wearing a shitty shirt that you know you're going to end up ditching. Or just like putting in your back pocket for when you buy a merch shirt. shirt. But no, they're dressed like it's a gala. It was kind of crazy. I wouldn't say gala, like a rave. Oh, like it a was kind of ravey. Lots of lots of satin slips. Yeah, lots of fishnets. Those '90s ugly ass platform black patent leather shoes. They're back, baby. Gosh, ugly. My girlfriend sent me. Uh, an Instagram video of this woman walking into Target. She's like, what is this shit? And it's just all the the ugliest (laughs) shit that we wore in the 90s is at Target right now. But look at that. Do you see that statement that we wore? So, I mean, Ah, part of the problem. There are certain things that just can't come back. I know style is very, uh, it's on a rotating basis. Style is always going to rotate back. But those certain things from the 90s, like the cropped, a-line shirts with like the single flower or that stupid smiley face on it. I see them at Kohl's. Oh, Ugh, yeah. Nah. Not into it, are you? Nah. No. Um, The one thing I do get down on, though, yeah. and I saw someone, I saw some of them at Walmart. And I'm like, ooh, maybe I get some of those. But it's the spaghetti strap dress with the T-shirt underneath. Because uh-huh. as a mom, I have a certain, you know, obligation to be a little more modest. So I don't really want to do booby out spaghetti strap dress. So the little t-shirt underneath, that's, that's the length of 90 style that I'll go to. Okay, sure. I've just given up. (laughs) I just kind of (laughs) wear, to put it quite bluntly, uh, so not concerned with anything visual. Sorry, because I know I want to look good for you. Obviously, that's why I burnt the shit out of my skin trying to get tan for you. Um, But no, it's just like plain tees, plain crew necks. But you know what? That's classic. It's just and, classic. It's not going anywhere. And you know what? For for the listening audience, Tom, when I when we met, he was a very much a graphic tee person. And that's <laughs> what he always asked for birthday and Christmas. I just want cool t-shirts. Yeah, just give me a cool t-shirt. While I love a lot of your cool t-shirts, they're very, uh, they just... They're very you, you know, but they're of a certain time period. But I love the, we do the H&M slim fit, little long line tee. Yeah. It's good, baby. With with your black jeans. H&M being so cheap now too. It's just, it's a whole different level. It's my, my persona has shifted to, I can get that for cheaper than a napkin (laughs) and it looks okay. And it holds up up. in at least 20 washes. Yeah. Loaded up. Yeah. So yeah, no, big fan of that. Clothing's interesting. I, at, at this point, yeah, I don't know. Obviously everyone puts their, uh, 
effort and they're carrying into different things, but it is kind of fun to watch people watching in public is always so funny. Cause you've got a car culture where it's like, nothing matters except for putting whatever I've got into my car. You got the people who are into fashion, all goes into that. And you've got us where all goes into is just that, that uh, child in the other room. Uh, different walks of life. It's crazy out here. Mm-hmm. So it was a good preview going to the, the Arctic monkeys was great. The set list was just something to behold. Uh, we I've never in, seen anything like it. No, I, we went in expecting and a band like the Arctic Monkeys and let me revel in this is that, you know, it's very impressive that they've got as many albums as they do. So right now we're currently sitting at as far as full on r- albums that have been released. Let's just take a quick count. I should, aren't you a fan, Tom? Should you? I just don't want to get it wrong. Okay. Mm-hmm. So just give me a second. Uh, their discography here. Uh, let's just go by albums. One, two, three. Four. Oh, come on. Spotify. They, and you know what I noticed because I was trying to count, they have a lot of like single or B side, or if they released only one song as a I'm preview, they counted as discography. And it was yeah. kind of, I, you know, Spotify, you're supposed to be it, man. Yeah, right. Uh, but we've got one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, seven albums. Mm-hmm. And They've gone so many different ways with their style. Obviously, he's changed his voice quite a bit. It's unfortunate because there's a certain Alex tone from the old school stuff that we love. But uh, that being said, uh, the set, I'm thinking, oh, it's going to be all songs from the car. No, there was a little bit of something for everyone, including two songs from Tranquility Base Hotel and Casino for Danielle. My favorite. Uh, Great stuff. They had some stuff from Whatever People Say I Am. Uh, that's what I'm not their first album. They had stuff from everything. So they just kind of, they dabbled into each of their past albums and it was just a great culmination, even bringing back, uh, some songs that haven't been played in ages, ages. Oh so, yeah. Um, played a, a lot more oldies. Yeah. Their old songs than their newer songs. Mm-hmm. Um, I think they're, I can't even remember. AM was definitely where Alex took the switch. Oh, yeah. Album AM. And then Tranquility in the Car definitely turn in more of those like soul vibes yeah. or that like smooth. I don't want to be a hipster here. Most of the folks there were the 2013 AM fans, which is fine. It was a phenomenal rock album in a year. Well, that's where they really broke out. Well, it was a year that there was no rock albums out. And so Arctic Monkeys was like, hey, we are rock. And so thanks. Came in, honestly just kicked the door in. It's a phenomenal album and big fan of it. Uh, But just obviously it's just another little thing in their evolution. But it was funny because my buddy Charlie and I almost kind of was standing there at one point getting a little sentimental during this concert because. I realized to my right, I've got my wife, who I love that we love so much stuff together, right? Mm-hmm. Listening to my favorite band with my best friend, Danielle. On my left, I have my best friend, Charlie, who showed me the band in middle school gym locker room when he came back from the UK and said, I think this band's going to be pretty big. And he had their like, I don't even know if it was the actual album yet or not. I don't know what the hell it was, but he... And initially I didn't like it and then he got me into it. So I was there at the show with the two people I wanted to be there with the most. It was the best. If that was my last concert, I think I'm set for a long, long time. It was just great. 
So is the album that Charlie gave you, whatever people say I am, that's what I'm not? Is that what it was? If it wasn't that, it was before that album, there was a, what's it called? Is it an LP? Mm, what is that called? I'm not sure. I'm not um, good on uh, music lingo. What is an LP? <sighs> there goes all the validity and what the hell. It we wouldn't trying, have been you know? who the fuck are the Arctic Monkeys? Because that was 2006. Who the mm. fuck are the Arctic Monkeys? Yes, it might have been that. Mm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Might have been that one, actually. So it was before their actual studio album. But, uh, oh, here we go. An LP in music is a long playing vinyl record. Often the LP is used to refer to a 33 or a one third. So never mind. He didn't, mm. I don't know what the hell I'm talking about. <laughs> and then an EP. Mm. Or an LP refers to a long play record or a full length album. And an oh. EP record as a warm up to the headlining. Oh. oh. You learn a little bit every day. After, uh, after Sunday's concert. And how much we love every single album and mm -hmm. me, especially the last two. Yeah. Really want a vinyl player. Oh, I know. I just want their entire collection. Yeah. Because I was ready to get one. And then you kept saying, do we need it? And then here we are. And then I now know. look at just saying you want one. <laughs> you know, I don't know what you want from me. Because you really get pure crisp sound from a vinyl. There's right? Yeah. I mean, that's going to be the most. You know. Yeah, analog, it's straight to speaker. Some of these things, it's like, oh, it's a it's a record player that then can Bluetooth to your speaker. It's like, well, that doesn't make sense because yeah. then that's defeating the purpose. You mm -hmm. want just a straight, you know, physical line to a speaker from the record. That's as clean as audio as you're going to get. Just give me one of those old school ones with the crank and then the big horn on the top. Absolutely. <laughs> I'll get you one of those televisions <laughs> with the record player up top. Yeah. Absolutely. Funny. Uh, yeah. So no, it was a great concert. Charlie had said he, there was a distinct moment when they played, uh, something from their first album, their LP, if you will. Uh, one of their most popular songs of all time, mind you. And this girl goes, what is this? And then her friend goes, the dance floor song. And she goes, I don't know what that is. And that is just breaks my heart. It's just sacrilegious. And I just knew we were, <laughs> we were kind of out of our element at that point. Yeah. Yeah. So. It's okay. Funny. Not everyone needs to be the biggest fan in the world, but we kind of were. Yeah. And I wish they would have backed up. We did. We bought seats, which was great. Cause I'm like, you know what? We're old enough. I don't need to be, I don't need to be up in the, in the guts. Mm -hmm. Well, in the general admission. Yeah. And yeah. floor, which man, the line to get in for general admission, which seeing how long that GA line was out on the street. That did not seem like when I saw them on the floor. No, I don't know what that was. Translate like there weren't as many people. Maybe half of them left. Maybe they were done with waiting. You know. Oh. Nah, I'm just kidding. That's not. No one would leave. Well, that's yeah, for, right. It's for the Arctic Monkeys. We had some incredible Spanish food right before it too. Oh my gosh, best oh, burritos, tacos, guac, salsa, margaritas. Mm -hmm. That margarita was as big as a damn fishbowl. Oh, yeah. And I'll tell you good. what, I felt like I was in a fishbowl after drinking that thing. <laughs> I was a little. Oop. Yeah, that yeah. was good. It's it's dangerous when you can't taste the alcohol. Yeah. It's either you're getting a shitty, you know, when you're at a bar and you get a margarita, you know, they're going to skimp out mm -hmm. on the alcohol. But when you're at an authentic like taco place, 
that's going to be a good margarita. And that was a good margarita. Listen, I don't want to be the guy who's going to say it just because it's Spanish. But I got to tell you, Fuego, my friends, it was a great meal. You know, right down the road from United Center. It was great. It was literally just called. Ah, man, I can't even remember what the place was. I'll have to look at the receipt. Yeah. Because I definitely, if we go to that place spot again for going to the United Center, I'd want to go back. Because Charlie being a, uh, what's he, uh, what does he do? He produces. He produces. He helps do the logistical stuff. Yeah. So he made a few reservations at a couple different spots, depending on what time Tom and I were able to get downtown. So he's like, you know what? How are you guys feeling once we got downtown? How are you feeling about Korean barbecue? We're like, we love Korean barbecue. So we start making our, moseying our way. We pass the taco place on our way to Korean barbecue. We go in. I don't think we would have been able to get in until 7.30 or 7.45. And the concert opening act started at 8. We were like, eh, don't really want to wait that long. Let's double back to the taco place. So Which the sign literally just said taco, but a big shout out to this joint. Sutakaria. El Rey Del Taco. It and was. it is it, man. Yeah. It was great. And we were able to get seated right away. There were a lot of people that pretty sure were going to the concert at the Korean barbecue place. Um, mm-hmm. but we were able to get seated right away. Our food came really quick, actually. Talk about such a sweet server, too. Oh yeah. It seemed like a very it seemed like just a family that owned it or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It but was it was really Soju good. barbecue that we were trying to go to. Mm. It's apparently, I mean, it's probably really good. I just, yeah, I wasn't feeling waiting as long. We yeah. totally gave up on seeing the opening band. <laughs> Bless their hearts. Because we were trying to get merch from the long ass lines. And every single line we get to, we're like, we'd like this shirt, please. Like, we're out of mediums. You can only get 2XL or 4XL. It's like, are you fucking looking at me? Look at my, <laughs> look at my body right in front of you. You think I want a 4XL? Yeah. Sure enough, go to a different line, wait there for 20 minutes, get to the front. Hey, we'll take three of these in medium, please. We only have extra, extra large. I'm like, okay, you're at the United we Center. We stood in three different, well, Tom we did stood three in- different lines and yeah. none of them had mediums. Guys, it's the United Center. We're past the local venues. Okay. We are now in the stadium portion. Wait, and monkeys- the seats were packed. Yeah. As coined from Charlie. They are at U2 status. Okay, Arctic Monkeys, it's a big thing. You're telling me they didn't have enough t-shirts for the arena that they knew exactly how many tickets? Mm. I understand you got to diversify your uh, sizes so that it's not... Again, I, I, I get that, but... To not have enough smalls. They didn't even have smalls. They just had... There was one stall that had larges, but when we held it up, it was still too big for all of us. Uh, cause Charlie's the trimmest out of all of us. He He's is. pretty trim. He is quite the and trim it boy. Been, you know, flowing on him. But, uh, yeah. So disappointing. Although they weren't that impressive. I was actually kind of disappointed. Oh the yeah. The shirts were pretty lackluster. Well, don't worry because we can actually, although this is in GBP, I don't know what currency that is, but we can just get the shirt online. Oh, there you go. Although Charlie, that lucky son of a gun, is going to see him again in Denver in September. My gosh. (laughs) So he said he'd get it for us, but you know what? Who needs it? We'll just. We got a screen printer. We'll just make our own. Yeah. 
Let's admit to that crime right now. Let's make our own Arctic Monkeys merch. I'm not saying uh Oh yeah, we just aren't selling it. That's fine. Yeah, we're That's just fine. making them for ourselves. Yeah. Just for me. And anyone who asks. <laughs> I'm just kidding. It's for legal reasons, absolutely. Just kidding. Yeah. So you know, so it's been great. It's uh, talk about a week. From that, Florida and then come back one day of rest that I'm using to pull out bushes, then jump to the next day. Boom, we've got uh, Arctic Monkeys at United Center. I took today off, so I got to go back to working tomorrow. Not looking forward to it, but obviously, you got to keep getting money on the table. Am I right? Yeah. And, uh, and then tomorrow, not only am I going back to work, but then after work, I am going to go see Jurassic Park with my brother in law. And uh, it's the orchestral version of it. So they're going to be playing all the songs as an orchestra in the theater or whatever. So it should be dope. But just I'm going to be I'm tired. You're a busy guy. I'm a bit of a busy guy. It's what I do. I'm Tommy Busy's. Tommy too busy more like, you know what I'm saying? <laughs> Help me. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah. So overall, pretty darn good. Uh, good week. Jam-packed. Even went and saw the Truman Show house while we were out in Florida. If you ever go to Destin, Florida, if you actually just drive up about 40 minutes. South. Southeast. There is no south of Destin, my love. Well, that's why I said It's east then. Uh, Well, it is still, you're driving a little south. Hmm. It's not straight east. You're on the curve on Dustin. You're curving down. I'm curving it down, baby. <laughs> okay, that's fair. Sheesh. I'm sure coordinates wise, we were a little bit south, but let's just say, let's call it east. Okay. <laughs> let's call it southeast because you're correct. How about that? Um, yeah, what's the town called? Seaside. Seaside. And yeah, we went and saw the Truman Show house. Then eventually you and my mom watched Truman Show. I was supposed to watch it with you, but getting fade to bed was like... <laughs> Pulling teeth. It was an interrogation room. I just had to <laughs> do my best to just appease her, sing songs. That was the worst night. She was up for a while. I was in there for an hour and 20, I think, trying to get her to bed. Yeah. I was doing everything. I was pleading. <laughs> I even wrote up a contract. I'm like, if you sign here that you're about to go to sleep, I will buy you a car when you're 16. She didn't sign it, so now I don't know her shit. <laughs> Faye, if you ever, if I'm going to point you to this podcast, if you ever have an attitude. Oh, but we love her. She's yeah. so cute. Yeah. Great yeah. week. Sorry. I, I know this episode's very just uh, about us kind of thing, but it was very, it was fun. It was a good time. Hopefully you guys had a good week as well, but. Mm-hmm. 10 out of 10, we'll be going back. Definitely going to be going back to the beach. And then this did solidify the fact that we might be able to bring the little one to Japan as mentioned. And we'll see. I don't know. Only time will tell. Still don't have a car uh, after <laughs> I sold that. And it's nice to not be as obsessed. I even like saw a dealer that's about a half hour away that I'm like, Ooh, I could see three cars there. Read the reviews. I'm like, you know what? Who needs a car? Yeah. Let's just say the one star reviews were slightly more than the five star. So it's like, Um, if I had a word for it, I would say prominent, very prominent. (laughs) A lot of one star reviews on that dealership. I drove this thing three miles away and the damn belt snapped and shit like that. I'm like, okay, well I'm not going there. Yeah. Yes. A lot of them bring a mechanic with you. It's like, ooh. Oh, boy. And uh, this is one of those instances that obviously we don't, we don't try and talk numbers too, too much, but we are just a few hundred away. So by the next episode we're recording, we will have eclipsed 
30,000 all-time listens to the podcast, only possible through the great folks such as yourself. Thank you so much, as we usually say, and all that good stuff. Daniel, you got anything to add, or should we just let them go? We've reminisced so much. Nah, let's let these let's see cool cats go. Oh, the cool cats. Uh, yeah, well then, great. If you've made it to this point, my gosh, you must be a friend of the show, especially for an episode like this where we're just talking about ourselves, for heaven's sake. Uh, yeah, but I got to tell you, we are massive fans of you. And I hope that you're somewhat a fan of us and or the Arctic Monkeys, which we will now be jamming to all week. At least. At oh, least a fun week. fact, Danielle on Spotify, when you get your wrap up yep. at the end of the year, she was in the top 2% of Arctic Monkeys listeners. Yep. For 2022. That's right, baby. Tom, we need to screen print that on a shirt or <laughs> do a concert and let you meet Alex. Yeah, right. Not only for a couple minutes. You're not meeting Alex for too long, okay? I don't like that stud and the way he looks at folks. Anyways. He's doing some gyrating, too, on stage. He sure was. (laughs) Crazy. All right. Midwestern enough for you? Probably not. Anyways, have a great rest of the week and weekend ahead. Hope to see you in the Discord. Certainly reach out to us with any comments or concerns regarding the show. Uh, And that's it. All right, great, great, great. Daniel, why don't you go ahead and send them out? Bye, guys.